<laughs> hey, it's the Whip Around fellas. Um, hey, hey, and I'm uh, I, I'm Sean, and I'm Phil. Right, and uh, life is very intense. Uh, I'm like post COVID weird. I'm clawing my way back into the present, but I could not. And this is how it would have had to go. Record two episodes this week. I, I just could not fit that in my nonstop. Everybody needs something schedule. That's so weird. I've been having the same problem. So uh, this week we're giving you, uh, some might say a rerun. Some might say a redux. Uh, You can say whatever you want. but uh, So that's what we're doing. Phil has chosen it. So I'm going to sort of step out of the way. And then he's got a whole battle plan here. Yeah. It is a classic from uh, – it's funny that you're coming out of the COVID battle because this puts us right back into that first summer. Oh, good. But boy – but boy, is it a classic. It's wonderful. Uh, and there is a story about a man and his dong. And it is by far still one of the funniest uh, whole episodes, not just because of that. Sean brings a great macabre as well. So you get a taste of both. We'll be back with Fresh Science next week. But before next week, tune in to the end of the episode because I have an update about Mr. Malcolm McDonald and the penis that was hanging off of his arm. You know, I didn't remember this because I only just got this thing, Phil. So <laughs> we're all looking forward to something now. So uh, again, we'll give it. We're going to have to just make this a trademark. So a little sausage <laughs> peek for you. Uh, we're going to cut this. It's going to be just seconds for me as I find out this update for Phil. But stay tuned to the end of the episode, or fast forward and cheat. I guess if you don't like fun <laughs> things. But uh, yeah, we'll be back with that update uh, at the end of this magical moment. So, Old McDonald with the penis. We start. Can we? Is this, I'm sorry, are you being clever? I was trying, but I'm failing miserably. And on that, <laughs> on that note, welcome to a time stream <laughs> friendly whip around. It is a is a weird news extravaganza. I am Sean Hayes. I enjoy the macabre things. I also enjoy Phil. Oh, you're sweet. I'm Phil Laporta, PhD. I enjoy the science things, and I also enjoy my friend Sean. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> well, yeah, more or I, less. I, I, Welcome I, back to the present. I was going to say, I think I speak for for both of us when I say we hope you enjoyed the classic episodes. I certainly did. I was a big fan of Phil's lead-in to the so not last <laughs> week, but the one before that. I just like enjoy, I, I've turned on the episode because I'm a fanboy of our show. <laughs> Yes. And uh, I turned on and was like, oh, I remember this episode. And then your voice popped in. I was like, oh, nice. And uh, Phil did work. He did. (laughs) I wouldn't have done that. But now, (laughs) fast forward a week after that, and it was you needing, hey, listen, we got to, can we please, you know, do another classic? Work is insane. And I was like, well, now I can't can't just be like, hey, everybody, enjoy a classic. Well, you teed up the episode very well, I thought. Thank you. And then, uh, thank you. The fishing worked. Unfortunately, I can't believe listening to that episode last week from the very beginning of this year, how yeah. prescient 
those two things were. The first being the start of the episode with, here we go with this 2020 crap. L- little did you know how effective Ooh. that was. How magic eight ball, not a ball joke uh-huh. that was. And then as, as it was pointed out to me, I can't believe you predicted that you would overdo something. Look at your look at your Achilles this year. It, there you God go. God damn it, man. I talk about overdone, right? Yeah. So what's up with you? How you doing? All right. Look. <laughs> yeah. We got a switch. With? Over these past... No, not we have to switch. I have oh. good grammar. We obtained... A Nintendo oh, Switch. Okay. I understand. See what happens? <laughs> yeah, fucking brilliant scientist, but clawed in English. <laughs> we got a Switch. You're about to make. No, we obtained and heretofore used. That's that's bad grammar. That's just deliberately puffer. That's puffery. We have a Nintendo Switch, and um, you know it's interesting. Some of the game, whatever, fine. The, sure. the modern games, we have like a very small number of them, uh, but more specifically. We the classic games are on there, right? And they allow you to do like save states and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to take this opportunity to say fuck you <laughs> to whomever you piece of shit who designed. I don't even. I don't even care about the beginning, but at the end stages of Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. I don't give a flying fuck how you say it right. Yakuza. Ninja go dang. I don't fucking care. The boss level shit at the end with the... the look. What, how do you pronounce the guy's name who floats around and shoots fireballs like a fucking asshole? Jaquio? Jaquio? I think so. Jackio? 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 You blood-soaked presidential <laughs> wife piece of shit. Wow. And if you die against that one... You oh. go all the way back, several levels back, and doing that is the only way that you can actually use, like, your whatever magic ninja power. Look. You're having a hard time with Ninja Gaiden is what I'm hearing. And here's the other thing. Yeah. Here's the... Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Even with save states, I just rewind, die, rewind, die, rewind, die. It's like some fucking B-list Tom Cruise movie, and I'm just dying over and over again. But But let me tell you this. It's also causing some marital strife. Not Ninja Godon Bang Dang. Not that shit. Dr. Mario is on the Switch. Uh-oh. My wife's a huge Tetris fan, so I don't even think she'd really played much Dr. Mario before. So she saw that, not Tetris, and was like, hey, let's let's try Dr. Mario. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out she's not as good at Dr. Mario as I am. And I'm not like, I'm going to go to the Nintendo World Champions with my power glove and little boy just says <laughs> California and be the wizard about this right. shit. Deposit a uh, lunchbox full of pictures in a dinosaur. Thank you very much. Yes. So it's not that. I- I'm-, I'm the piston Honda of <laughs> Dr. Mario. Okay. Yeah. In that I rule the scrubs. Mm-hmm. And I could try to make an appearance later, and maybe I'll get lucky and mess with you. But uh, you know what I'm saying? You have one new move later, maybe. But my wife, and she'll tell you this, and I'm sorry, I know I'm taking up too much time. That's fine. She is the worst loser oh. I have ever seen. She's very kind. She's a nice winner. But if you defeat her at something, she fucking hates you. She hates her. <laughs> she hates the game. She's like me at Jacques and Ninja Go Go Boy. But with like, so it's causing issues. I love her to death, but I actually had to say, <laughs> we can't we play, can't play this anymore. the same. And at the beach, talking to my sister-in-law, she was like, oh, yeah, at our house, you couldn't play board games. We, as a family, couldn't play board games because of my lovely wife. <laughs> What's up with you? Wait, can I go back to you for a second? Please. This is, you said she saw Tetris. And went after Tetris. No, no, no. She won. She's a fan of Tetris, but in the like in the bank of games they have. Got it. Okay. 
which I guess they're adding to all the time. Yeah. She did not, of course, see Tetris there. She did see Dr. Mario. Okay. And was like, I, oh, man. You know what? She re- she likes Snood. Remember Snood? Oh, the real sure. Snood? With the, the, the different faces. colored yeah. uh, faces, which yeah. makes it sound like it's a Michael Jackson video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's black. <laughs> it's white. But she <laughs> is a huge fan of that, so it was the closest thing. Yeah. And she's okay at it playing single player, but every now and then you're like, hey, yeah, you're here. Play. I'm here. You're a person. I'm a person, too. Human contact. Yep. Let's play it. together, and then it, it turns into her cleaning with a vengeance because she can't bitch slap me and just get away with it. I mean, she could, probably could. I was going to say it would hurt, but anyway, okay, what's up with you? Uh, well, I just want to say uh, since I've been gone, I I also enjoyed your uh, intro because we uh, I, since we've been gone, I guessed it on Slow Readers, yes, you the did. only explicit podcast, and we talked about octopodes. Uh, yes, made sure to get that one in there. <laughs> made sure to tangent and throw off one of Daniel's stories. Hold on, before you continue, yes, sir. can I leave? No, this is important. Because we talked about Gladiator, the story of Roy's Raids and Redemption, which did a wonderful job, by the way, I just want to point out, of bringing to a close, or so I thought. You are a night. fucking lie. See? I got I have to. This is never going to end. This is American Gladiator shit. Wait. I don't care what's up with you anymore. <laughs> a running gag across two podcasts until uh, Gabe texts me last night and shows me. Ah, uh, yes. On the visual forum. And that's Nitro just followed their podcast. Is and like the post and comment that called you out to be on the show. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I got Nitro <laughs> on my ass? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. You piece of shit. <laughs> so. You know what? I'm not going to do it because I go on that show. I'm always going to be like, and now, and out of the woodwork walks Nitro. <laughs> Dan Clark is going to show up. Oh, I tell you what. I couldn't have envisioned a better... So fucking now officially that running gag has run its course, and I just wanted to Bullshit. say thank you to Still. everybody. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> he I brought with me. <laughs> so there was that, and now, um, now that that running gag has run its course, Bullshit. just pretty much back to school for me. Yeah, thank, thank, <laughs> thank God, Phil. Ah, <laughs> oh, from one running gag right into another, and in fact, get off the tracks. The weird is coming through. Choo choo, tough train wreck up. Ah! <laughs> that's all, all no tea no shade that's amazing congratulations <laughs> to slow readers for getting the nitro yeah. what's dan clark right yes dan dan clark is there a middle initial that i should be using da- i i don't think he uses his middle name lee but okay it's there whatever well if you haven't been here before citizens <laughs> thanks for hanging on for the long intro today and uh we oh, got it was fun they liked it was it. enjoyable and i i am so tickled about everything Shut from up. dr mario to mario the- god dr mario mario uh, whatever you're supposed to be italian i'm italian like you call it sicily <laughs> like you know <laughs> here are six headlines one of them i'm bullshitting here we go thieves carry out heist at ninja museum <laughs> Police search uh, for burglar clad in bedsheet. Scientists probe the weird alien water inside of Neptune and Uranus. Oh, Uber Eats driver accidentally drops off food and illegal drug delivery. KFC suspends finger licking good slogan over big dumb thing hygiene concerns. <laughs> Man in pointing guns at penis Facebook group shoots self in penis becomes group hero. Oh, man. 
I mean, the only problem with that selection, it because and it's literally the only problem with it, is it's too slow. Thieves carry out heist at Ninja Museum. Police search for regular clad in bed sheets. Science is probe weird out in water inside of Neptune and Uranus. Uber Eats driver accidentally drops off food and illegal drug delivery. KFC spends finger licking good slogan over big dumb thing. Hygiene concerns. Man pointing guns at penis. Facebook group shoots up and penis becomes group hero. Okay, now I've heard of none, which is weird. That I've I'm not familiar with any of these wow, stories. Normally be- I walk in and yeah, because uh, you peek behind the curtain and, and there's Dan Clark. But peek behind the curtain. Phil and I are going to be recording an episode to sort of bank for emergencies, issues, whatever, where we're going to be talking about this backlog of weird new stuff. And yeah, not doing it live for two weeks. We're going to record an extra so that way if right. we have to go away. But we've been looking at a lot. And so it's fascinating that and telling. Although, watch, we're going to collide and everything else. Like all the other stories. <laughs> the all of our three for the roads, identical. But I'll say this. I'm deeply suspicious of... The Kentucky Fried Chicken, or Mm -hmm. is it not that anymore, the KFC one. Yeah. Though, they're also bizarro. Any of them, I would believe you if you said it was bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I am going to go on record and say, this time I believe the bullshit story is they're suspending the finger-licking good thing over the big dumb thing. That is real as of this morning. Oh, that's why. Your finger on the weird pulse. Super fresh. I had something else in there. By any chance. Uh Uh-huh. What was the one right before that? Uber Eats driver accidentally drops off food in illegal drug delivery? <sighs> no, I would have guessed. I think uh, if, if it wasn't that, I would have guessed the Uranus one because you're just too much, of, a, too much <laughs> no. of an immature dork. That was true. All right. <laughs> well, then I was destined to lose. Yeah, it was the Uber Eats driver. I just was it? Shit. Yeah, I made that shit up on the way. It's kind of like, of course you're doing illegal drugs. Even if, you, even if you don't know it, I think there's probably a way to like, you know, if you type this, they'll just, well, I, I don't also know. Also drop weed off. Yeah. Probably. Well, Citizens, well let us know. Well done. Well done. Send send us drugs to the studio. <laughs> no! Whoa! <laughs> uh, in, the spirit, in the spirit of slow readers, I'm not editing that. <laughs> uh, you have to be careful if you do illegal drugs, you know. Uh, why is that, Phil? Because you might end up dead. Mm-hmm. If you end up dead, you might end up in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. That's weird. Perchance, you mean the macabinet. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that. (laughs) To macabre, (laughs) perchance, to gag. You know, when we decided uh, to play a second classic episode, as you mentioned last week, um, I I considered very briefly putting this story that I'm about to unfold sort of into the into the hopper actually does that mean in the toilet well well most maybe. of our show could probably fit there but, but I, you know backburnering this for a while maybe because sure. it would have to be a year i guess uh, and and as i was sifting through other ones that could fit well i could twist that and maybe get to that story i kept coming back this one kept sort of rumbling back into my mind and uh, i just i have to do it so i, I, I mean, love it when it percolates that's a good thing yeah uh so this one took place on august 15th Okay. 1914. So by the time this comes out, like 15 days ago. And and Change. years. Yeah. <laughs> and many <laughs> years, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Phil. Once again, proving that he's really good at physics. <laughs> That's about um, it. Let's go to Wisconsin. Hi, I'm in Wisconsin. Oh, you Wayne's World thief. There it is. Now, uh, we're going to go in order of sort of fame, knowledge uh, here for a second. So I, I'm sure, level one, that our citizens know... Uh, at least Wisconsin? The, they know yeah. at least... Okay, fine. <laughs> the, the prelims. <laughs> level zero. Do you know Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, I'm sure our citizens know the famous early 20th century American architect, uh, you know, wonder boy, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Most most people at least... I would think so. ...can kind of go like, oh, okay, a few of them know, sort of like Falling Water was, was one of his... That's usually the one that people can that's recall. That's what came to my mind. Some 
I would think. So level, we're going down a level here in obscurity. Uh, I'm sure a few, some, know about his uh, Spring Green Wisconsin Marvel. And I'm going to mispronounce this. I, I kept looking. Taliesin? Taliesin? Oh, Taliesin. Taliesin? Is that Taliesin. it? Taliesin, yeah. All right, well, there you go. You're one of them. Uh, the home built for Mama, Mama, M-A-M-A-H, Bolton Borthwick. Hereafter, Ms. Borthwick, because I am nasty, which was completed in 1911. Hmm. It's a famous house. It's cool. It looks neat. Yeah. It's also been renovated and rebuilt in part or total several times. Sure, but it's like sort of like Taliesin one, two, Taliesin three, V3, I think, Yeah, I don't even. I think there might be even a V four. But anyway, yeah. uh, far fewer citizens. And I'm wondering if maybe you know uh, just who Borthwick was. I no clue. And and I'll just I'll tell you, Phil, and citizen alike. I got, she I got was two levels in. She was Wright's long-term mistress. Now, oh. when I say that, they both had left their spouses, their respective spouses, to be together. Um, like Frank Lloyd Wright's wife refused a divorce, um, and ah. so it became a scandal. But at the same time, it's it's. I won't pretend to know their personal life, right. but. It's not just like she was some squeeze that he had on the side. Like, apparently, he wanted to divorce his wife and be with her. Whatever. This is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> We're not going to judge that, citizens. No. Uh, she was, by all accounts, a famous figure at the time, mostly due to the scandal having to do with, like, dashing off to Europe with Frank Lloyd Wright and all the, the paparazzi and whatever, you know. Ooh, a mistress. What a bitch. That, there can't possibly be more to the story. Fuck her. Um, and, in fact, Taliesin, and thank you. You're welcome. I hope you're right. So do I. <laughs> Tally S. And so I took an architecture class like 20 years ago. Okay. So, all right. You know. uh, it was built in large part due to, to, to shield her and, and her immediate, like her kids, from a lot of the attention that they were getting. So he built her this house, I guess, when you're Frank Lloyd Wright. Benefits of bone and Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah. I, I suppose, right? Didn't do me any good. <laughs> uh, now, now, only the elite macabre buddies, macabre buddies out there. You're welcome. That's Trademark. Good. Uh, they, and only they know, I would think, about the dark story behind Borthwick's death and the incident that led to the first major rebuild of Taliesin. Now, are you familiar with that one, Phil? No, not at all. Well, here we go. And I'm delighted to be able to bring this to you, say, everyone. I'm excited. Meet Julian Carlton, originally from Barbados. Carlton had been hired. I get, I'm not sure how long from the incident at hand. Remember, I mentioned... August yeah. 15th. Um, so anyway, he was hired as a handyman. He'd been working there at least for months. I'm not I'm not sure. Could have been years. But that's really not where I was focused on with this story. <laughs> you'll see. Uh, and we're here at Taliesin at around lunchtime on August 15th. Remember, 1914. According to contemporaneous accounts, while Wright himself was away architecting somewhere, yeah. you know, Carlton... Our, our handyman, he approached a group of people inside the house in the in the dining room area um, saying, can I please get in and uh, I, need, I need to get a container of gasoline uh, so that I, I know. <laughs> Given this is a cabinet now, I'm suspicious. Right. Otherwise, he, he, he needed to, quote, clean some rugs. And so oh, right. um, at this group that was sitting down was Borthwick herself, her two kids that were visiting uh, it's like uh, a handful of other employees were sitting down of Taliesin and like somebody's relative, right? So it was nine people. Okay. Comes in, asks, yeah, can I get some gasoline to clean the rugs? And one of the people there was a worker pretty high up in the chain and said, yeah, sure. You know, go ahead and do what you got to do. And uh, as one history website put it, quote, 
granted the seemingly innocuous request and unwittingly sealed the diner's unfortunate fate. Uh-oh. See, it turns out... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Carlton was increasingly mentally troubled... Oh, jeez. ...toward the days approaching our little macabre anniversary. Uh, his, his wife, who also worked at Taliesin, she later admitted that he'd been getting more and more paranoid over the days and weeks... Okay. Leading up to this, even sitting for hours, sleepless, staring out a window into the Taliesin grounds while holding a knife. Uh, bad signs. All bad yeah. signs. Keep them away from your gasoline and your soiled rugs. Dumb saying? <laughs> so as it happened, some folks did notice in the days leading up to this, Carlton's odd behavior. And I feel bad that every time I say this, I'm thinking of like Carlton, Carlton Fresh, Fresh, Fresh of Prince? Bel Air yeah. about to snap. Anyway, <laughs> plans were made to swap this Carlton out and hire a different handyman. Like they had actually put out an ad and everything to get a new handyman at this place. Maybe so. that's what he was waiting for with the knife. I don't know. Cut him off. <laughs> Carlton found out about that. And, oh, well, no. it didn't put his mind to rest. So back to lunchtime on our macabre anniversary. Julian gets permission to get a gas can, mm-hmm. heads inside, and... Yeah, he gets a gas can, gets a big gasoline, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, drum, whatever. Uh, but he, he also picked up w- w- a large axe. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, as one does. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, to do that with the gasoline. Sure. sure. And the rest you could probably predict um, up to a point. Cleans, chops up the rugs to find bits, washes it in the gasoline, puts it back together. Sews the meticulously yeah. back together. Boom! Invents a new form of... <laughs> Not dry cleaning. A new form of uh, mosaic. No, without warning, Carlton went up to the nine diners and brutally attacked with the axe, yep. killing Borthwick and her kids outright. Just immediately killed them in the blood-soaked chaos... I would imagine, you know, people are scattering. What Carlton does, he goes, now he picks up the gasoline container and pours generous amounts. Uh, and per crimemuseum.org, quote, poured the gasoline under the dining room doors and around the outside walls and lit the house on fire with the others trapped inside. Those who were not immediately burned attempted to break through a window and escape the blaze, but were taken down by Carlton's axe Oof. one by one. Grim, grim stuff. Only two men, both employees of rights, managed to escape with their lives. One of them, Herbert Fritz, uh, he crashed outside so fast that Carlton like didn't notice in time before the dude was like running and was clearly too far away. If you want to try to kill anybody else, you got to make a choice uh, for him to stop him. And then another guy, William Weston, he got out only to be smashed with Carlton's axe, but was left for dead. But he wasn't dead. Ah. Just a fine actor in a pinch. And he managed to survive. Now, he, as dark fate would have it, Phil, he was the one who said, yeah, you can go ahead and get a gas can. Oh. Totally not his fault or no. anything. Why did you think that? Of but course. But some terrible details never hurt anybody. <laughs> uh, now, while Fritz ran to get help, Carlton went and made sure that this whole thing would live in bleak infamy forever as a mystery as well, of sorts. Uh, without any we, further, we know a lot about it. He didn't do well there. Well, without without any further actions, once the massacre of seven of nine is that a character in Star yes, Trek? Yes, it is. Is that what they were Jerry Ryan? To? Holy shit! Oh my god! Anyway, keep it Dark, in your pants. Darkest Borg ever. Carlton promptly guzzled what he believed would be a fatal dose of hydrochloric acid. Oh God, no! And went down into the burning home's boiler room in a kind of poetic and a kind of poetic prelude to what must have been some amazing ghost stories at Taliesin. 
Hem. Anyway, he was uh, very efficient with axe and fire, but shitty at, at chemistry and biology. He survived. Oh. Only to refuse to tell police anything about why he'd done what he'd done. Not that his throat... <laughs> Must have had a lovely singing voice after right? that. <laughs> Not that his throat was much for talking anymore, but he wouldn't cooperate in any capacity. Uh, so his reasons, such as they were in his words, remain a mystery. To, to anyone who isn't a postal worker, I guess they remain a mystery. I mean, disgruntled workers, am I right? Uh, hey He pled not guilty to the whole thing. And died of starvation, l- uh, largely thanks to, you know, a ruined esophagus uh, and yeah, stomach. I was going to figure that So weeks later, he just went and starved to death. And Taliesin was, as I mentioned, rebuilt, redesigned, and remains an architectural wonder to this day, as well as a ghastly kind of lovely memorial to a horrific multiple murder. Now, last thing, maybe the saddest part from a historical perspective here. Go ahead. Wright and Borthwick never had the chance to push through all the fucking drama about them being cheating on their spouses and whatever oh. in order to be a couple. And so Borthwick remains to this day in many of the books and articles, you know, writes controversial mistress, oh. even though she was far from some architectural groupie or gold digger. She was like in the process of, of spreading some really interesting uh, European feminist works, having them translated into English and whatever else. But anyhow, no, no, she's the mistress. Uh, murder can be so unfair ah, bad timing never a good time thoughts phil uh well they left that out of my architecture class when i was in college that's for fucking sure there you go uh, the more he talked about the house the more i vaguely remembered at some point mentioning it was built but he only for his mistress never right. that it See was what I mean? and this is the shitty thing about history and also just living in in a far you know you, you might say certain people are prudish now but the you back might then, say i'm prudish but i'll burn your mistress <laughs> But back then, I mean, is that much worse? And but you, you kept know, killing. It's not fair. I mean, the house went up. And I'm, you, you know me. <laughs> kill it. Never gonna. I'm never gonna judge someone's relationship. But that's shitty. It's like he wanted a divorce. She was on the way to doing it. And and now history forever judges her and writes her that way. And that's not cool. And let me be fair. Wow, Phineas. <laughs> Phineas getting angry. Let me be. <laughs> We're all pissed here, right? That's right. But we uh, <laughs> like. I don't know. It's it. I don't know the specifics of the relationship with the wife. I don't know. Maybe he was like, give me a divorce or I'll cut your face off. I don't know. I doubt it. It sure looks to me, though, like it was very unfair, especially to Borthwick. Yeah, that's a bummer. Wow. Shit you don't learn in architecture. That's right. Only here. On the whip around. Fucking A. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You are. You're one. (laughs) And we'll be right back. Fucking A. You might say (laughs) I'm crazy. This acid says you're wrong. Phil, buddy. Yeah, Sean. It's time for us to give a special shout out. Indeedy do. And that is to our friends of the podcast and a pod friend of our podcast. They're potty and they're friendly. Our potty friends over at Slow Readers. America's fast-paced literature podcast. Hosted by Gabe Mara and Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Gonzalez. It is a wonderful time talking about literature. It's about books. It's about run-on jokes. It's about ridiculous premises. It's about left turns. It's about 
fun stuff that isn't necessarily literature. And it's about time to listen to them every Monday when new episodes come out. Sometimes they're reading, uh, you know, your highfalutin book. Sometimes they're reading something like they just did this past week with an essay, a literature Was criticism a literature essay. Cri- Sometimes it's short stories. Sometimes I've been on it. Sometimes I've been. So this is just a fucking extravaganza <laughs> of joy. Do you get it? Do you dig it? Just listen to Slow Readers. Brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Radio for sailors. Bye now. Yeah, I feel good now. All right, that's fantastic. <laughs> but you feel good. And I hope you do too, citizens, because it's time for Act Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Do you still nah, feel good? No, no, no. That dude burned some wood. No, 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 no. It sounds nah. like he did something human. to Science! <laughs> it still matters, damn it. For those of you who are listening to this, and that's everyone but me and Phil, uh, Phil just did like a double, like a double fist into the body, like, ah, like a like a power <laughs> kind of move with that. Way to go, buddy! Thanks. Uh, I do sometimes wish it was a visual medium, but I have a face for radio, so it's time for the COVID of the week. Hey, hey, it's the COVID of the week of the week. And this week's COVID idiot is the entire Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. We're back to Wisconsin. We've got a theme. (laughs) So on July 31st, the governor's mandate regarding wearing masks went into effect. And Natural Resources Secretary Preston Cole sent an email to make sure that employees wore their masks if they had to come into the uh, DNR buildings. And of course, DNR Department of Natural Resources. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And of course, also during teleconferences. Wait. Yeah. The rationale what? that the rationale that was given that screenshots of public virtual meetings could be taken out of context and used oh. to imply that employees weren't following the rules. Oh. And while I certainly agree with the science that says masks should be worn in public in order to slow the spread of the big dumb thing, I'm inclined to agree with those that say that this is a bit too far. Ask any parent or teacher, and they'll tell you that when you push too far on the rules, kids, students, stupid people push back. So you, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, for your overzealous pol- policing of this and ignoring a good bit of common sense that says, don't do something this ridiculous in turn making yourselves look foolish are my COVID of the week I'm telling you you can't go through your life trying to pacify people acting in bad faith you can't do it no I'm talking to you one major political party in our country yeah don't try to to pacify ahead of time fucking lunatics and bad faith actors seriously and actually by the way sidebar the wisconsin uh department of natural resources headed by democrats and Mm. uh listen you and i will both pick on anybody i just say i know well you and i will both pick on anybody that uh deserves it regardless of party affiliation yeah that's not a yeah absolutely i'm just happy to be able to point that out i'm just saying that the one there is one of the political parties that one Uh that's like well i don't want to i don't want to upset the people that are hair trigger and kind of kind of crazy like well what the fuck are we doing here then yeah that, we don't do a podcast going like, I don't know, Phil, maybe we better not say gosh, because yeah. people think we're saying God, and then they'll think we're insulting religion, and then they'll come and burn us down. Like, you can't do that. No, I know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it seems like we're picking on one political party more than others, maybe they're full of stupid people. Anyway, moving on. I mean, they're all full of stupid people, people stupider but, than us. But the covid seem to be on one side. But and, not this you know, time. That's right. We care about science, and if you don't, fuck off. Yeah, bye. But you're probably not listening if you care about science. That's right. We love you, citizens. Woo! So it's time to talk about Mr. Malcolm McDonald, now 45 years old, a mechanic from Norfolk in the UK. Oh, happy birthday? I no. Guess. You said now? 45? Yeah, now 45. Okay. That'll come up again. Happy birthday. 
Well, maybe it'll come up again. But right. anyway, uh, and this, this this is a dick thing. <laughs> You've made it very clear already. Yes, it is. You, just and by this, what you just said. And it begins in a very macabre adjacent way. Adjacent to the macabre, it's a macabre. Uh, it started out when he suffered an infection of the perineum. Yikes. Oddly enough. A what of the perineum? An infection. Yikes. Okay. I don't, I don't know. This tank got infected. <laughs> All right. Watch no, where you're sitting. No weather. No. I don't know if it was due to sun poisoning, if he was sunning it, and he was ahead of the curve on that trend. Big time callback. Right? But as we know, infection doesn't stay in one place. It spreads throughout the body. And before long, poor Malcolm had his toes, fingers, and dangly bits turning black due to sepsis. <laughs> and he said it was like a horror film seeing his penis turn colors due to the septic infection that spread throughout his body. A, that sucks. B, you're watching the wrong kind of horror movie. <laughs> and, uh, quote, I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it. Then one day it just dropped off oh! onto the floor. Oh! <laughs> After picking it up, tossing no, it in the don't bin. Pick it up. Picked it up, tossed it into the bin, and for two whole years felt like a shadow of himself until he finally turned to science for some help. You can't throw away your own dick. Uh, That's like, yes, he did. That should be like a prime directive, like Robocop. <laughs> like you deactivate if you try to throw away your penis. Nope. He just dealt with it, knowing it was going to happen, very, very apparently still. Don't call a doctor. Well, because he knew that was coming. It was not going to... What if you're not, you're not a doctor? Well, that's what happened. So anyway, unlike other stupid and selfish dick science I've covered for the whip around, I do appreciate what's happening here okay. and what I'm going to describe because okay. this one actually has scientific merit, medical necessity, and aside from you know severe physical trauma, if you're missing a bit of yourself, like that's you know psychological trauma too. Uh, and not to mention all the simple things that he was missing out on, like just taking a whiz without any external mechanical assistance. Or not having a memory of throwing your dick in a trash can. <laughs> Fortunately, dick doctors were on the case like a set of crabs on a circus circus bed sheet. Like a British dick in a garbage can. <laughs> Teamed up with Professor David Ralph, the consultant urologist out of University College London. And what they did was they cut a section of skin, blood vessels, and nerves from his arm and molded it into the shape of a penis. Ew. It was folded to form a tube. Like a Play-Doh dick. Implanted with a pseudo-urethra and a tube that would allow him to achieve a mechanical erection. You following me so far? I don't know if emotionally I'd be able to achieve one with that. <laughs> Thank goodness they have the mechanical device. But you can't just grow dongs out in the open like hydroponic plants. No, 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 no. You need to give this live tissue some space to heal, form, and basically oh, become God. the penis we all know it has the potential to oh, be. No. So, Sean, oh, no. where? Where do you think they grew Mr. McDonald's new donger? On Mr. McDonald somewhere? Did they, like, graft it into his head or something? Basically, just on his forearm. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like a Spider-Man tried to shoot a web and a dick came out. <laughs> they left it just dangling from his forearm. Oh, man. As the new peen. <laughs> Old McDonald had a forearm. <laughs> and on that forearm, he had a dick. You know, you can kill yourself. <laughs> Not you, Phil. If your dick falls off, you're allowed to kill yourself. I don't even think a major religion in this world would really blame you. Uh, well, you're like, you're not supposed to kill yourself. His dick fell off and was <laughs> in the trash. All right, you can oh, kill yourself. Case. That's fine. Where was it? Oh, hang on. On his forearm. How could you forget? <laughs> no. I Don't can't. show me a picture. <laughs> it's blurred out, but it's basically a man holding a forearm and there's a blur. Mm. Yeah. So uh, this, of course, by the way, doesn't happen overnight. You just don't just grow a new penis out of your forearm. And, you oh, know, no. Of no, course not. That would time. be absurd. It took Mickey D and Ralph. Two years to grow the replacement bits. And of course, once he was fully formed and ready to have it transplanted where it belongs, well, 
complications. Once he was sick and Something missed surgery. funny bone? Uh, once he was sick and missed surgery, then a missed appointment here and there. And well, he's been walking around with the now fully formed, ready for action and out of the package penis attached to his forearm since 2018. Whoa. What the fuck are you doing? Missing <laughs> that's, your that's dick right. arm appointment? <laughs> that's right. For the last two years, if you went to shake his hand, you had a 33% chance of grabbing his dick. Phil. How you doing, bud? This is demoralizing. <laughs> so, basically. You were excited to tell me this horrifying story. Your face, and all your facial reactions are just 100% First, worth the, it. Just, just, just to see an actual dick turn into a raisin and then fall off uh-huh. is going to haunt my dreams. Okay, well, you've got that going for you, and now you've got a man walking around with the floppy penis hanging off his far, his forearm there. Do you think they made it bigger than the first one? Just be like, look, we're not going <laughs> to. It's like, here, buddy. Don't say anything. <laughs> uh, but fear not, Sean, and good citizens, all well that ends well. Uh, the new penis is still in good shape, apparently fully ready to go. On his, so to this day. To this day, still hanging on. Talk about taking something for granted, for God's sake. Yep, right there. Uh, and once the big dumb thing, uh, hospital restrictions in the UK are eased, mm. it will be placed where it belongs. However, for now, the he trash. remains the one person whose elbows I will happily allow on the table because I don't want to see him lean on it. So, old McDonald with the penis. I don't like this. <laughs> with a skeet skeet here and a skeet skeet Stop there. it. Stop. Cut it out right now. <laughs> Stop. We are not doing that. <laughs> All right, so there is your medically necessary dick science. What yeah. do you think? Uh, well, it does give me hope for like a new version of like the arm bones connected to the hip bone. <laughs> you know, the was, arm bones was... connected to the dick flap. <laughs> the dick flaps connected to, oh God, the trash. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm proud of the human race and ashamed of the human race at the same time with the story. Proud of science, ashamed of... Again, I can't help but go back to the fact that this guy was just like, you know what? It's just going to fall off eventually. Let's just let it happen. See what happens. He couldn't stop it from the septic infection. Yeah, because he's not a doctor. He was at the doctor's getting treated for the septic infection. You get a second fucking opinion before you put it in the garbage. (laughs) Even when your tooth falls out, you're just like, put it on ice and go to the dentist and be like, huh? Huh? Did you? That's different. I know. It crumbled. My, know. <laughs> right. If my dick crumbles and falls off, here and now I vow to you, first of all, I won't take it to the doctor. Second, I will jump off the top of a building. <laughs> Citizens, if you're thinking of jumping off the top of a building for any reason, dick or no, uh, you know, talk to talk to someone. Talk yeah, to, yeah, sure. Fine. Not a garbage man. <laughs> it's somebody else. <laughs> get us out of here. Oh, okay. I, I just want to say this. It's about to get worse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But before it does, I do want to say, how cool is that, though, that you can, like, cut and graft and mold skin? Yeah. And, like, you can do it not just for a penis. Like, let's say if you had your ear cut off or something, mm-hmm. you could probably graft that, mold <laughs> it out. That's what I like to hear doctors say. You can probably, I don't know. Well, I mean, really, though. Like, it's a, like you said, amazing science advancement. Sure. Just horrible start to the story. Sure. So, yeah, this has been going on. Basic, and think about it also. For two years before he had the procedure. Right. It, it's when it started. So, right. from 2016, this is when it really started. When terrible it fell year, off. man. Terrible year. 2016 to 2020. and that, Bad uh, era. Hope for 2020 to get better. This man's, you know, arm penis gets attached to where yeah, it should be. Sure. Sure. I'm going to give you a That's ch- the symbol of 2020. <laughs> arm penis. I hope your arm dick ends up going all right. <laughs> I told you we were going to do this 2020 bullshit, didn't I? And now you have a choice, my friend, in a, fir- in a first ever. You can play real or bullshit or whip around pyramid. 
Mm. Um, (laughs) That's a a tough one. I know. Knowing what's coming. Now, is this... Yes, they're both related to this story. Is one going to end up on another show at some point? I'll bank it. I'll bank it. Okay. Let's do do the pyramid. Oh, we're going to team up on this one. It's Whip Around Pyramid Penis Nicknames Edition. (laughs) Dragging it with me. (laughs) Also, I'd like to apologize to every citizen because I feel like that was a that was a Sophie's choice. Uh, it was either that was be, a dickless choice. It was, it was dickless's e- choice. It was either going to be penis facts edition of bu- of real or bullshit or 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 this. So, so we're going to bank the dick facts. We're going to bank dick facts for another day. And be and adults about this into dick nicknames. Yes, one hundred percent mature. So, um, the penis, such a strange. <laughs> I have a preamble written. Give me a minute. <laughs> I I watched just for just for background. I've watched Phil's like PhD dissertation. Like I was there. You were there in the audience. And now I'm about to hear him do a preamble that starts with the penis. Go ahead. That's how this whole fucking podcast started. Go penis, ahead. penis, penis, and go. This is true. And don't you dare explain. I will not. Such a strange organ. No, no. Start all over. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, the penis. Such a strange organ. That honestly has caused so many problems throughout history, but honestly also might have some of the best nicknames. It's pyramid style. Sean is going to have a minute 30. Now nah, we'll make it two minutes to get as many of these nicknames as possible. Great. I am proud to be here. <laughs> just like that one day. I'm, I'm just, you wasted your brain power on this. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That I get, that so, could be on a yeah. T-shirt for the whip around. <laughs> you wasted every your citizen. Brain. Like, thanks for listening. You wasted your brain power on this. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you've never played the pyramid before, basically, I'm going to give one word clues, and Sean is going to try to guess the nickname that I have for the penis. So, for example, if I said currency, currency, mm-hmm. dollar bill, um, Vietnamese, <laughs> dong. <laughs> there it is. See, Jesus. <laughs> That wasn't so hard. How would I get? You <laughs> yeah, of course. They're all going to be that's what she said in here. Yeah. But I'm supposed to just get dong from currency? Like, ah, I remember the yeah. Vietnamese. Let me go through all my currency. That was as good as it got for dong, okay? What was what would yours have been? For dong? Yes. Uh, doorbell. Oh, I'm bad at this. Well, look at that shit, motherfucker. Well, do you want the list? Yeah, give me it. <laughs> See if I can fool you. <laughs> Are you ready for two minutes of... Penis nicknames. <laughs> I'm ready for two minutes. Two minutes of dick, Phil. <laughs> not paying anymore. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, that's all you're getting out of me, anyway. All right, ready? Not worried about when getting out of you. Just keep it away from me. Uh, go. Fine. Whatever. Here we go. Detective. Dick. Atari. Joystick. Atari. <laughs> you got it. I mean, yeah, you know. You're right. Um, club. Uh, cudgel? <laughs> Belonging. M- what? Mine. Um. Belonging. Fit in. Uh, pass. Um, pin. Pin? Yeah, this is a new one. I said pass. Grenade. Um. Pop. Pointy. Penis nicknames, man. Come on. Pointy, dick, roger, hammer, dong, <laughs> joystick. Um. Trouser snake. Poke. Poke? Uh, needle. What are you doing? Oh, I'm on the same one. Needle? 
injection. Syringe? Yeah. All right, fine. Pass. Um, <laughs> reptile. Lizard. Um, snake. Trouser snake. Pants. There it is. I said it earlier. I should get credit. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know how I'm going to do this one. Breakfast? Sausage. <laughs> that would have been good. Um, creamy. <laughs> what? Just... <laughs> uh... Um, Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> Just my Quaker Oats guy fell out to his <laughs> Don't put your Quaker Oats guy in the trash. Um, uh, shit. Uh, wow, I'm worse at this than I thought. You think I should have thought it through, maybe. Um, Wang. Uh, Schlong. <laughs> pass. Going back to club and belonging. Um, club and belonging? Yeah. Card. Ace, King, Jack. Oh, what the fuck were these? We were. I was very bad at this. Uh, I gave myself some tough ones because we'd been good at the pyramid before. So I was like, let's try some weird shit. Yeah. Then Dick you got, showed up. You got Dick joystick. Um, Who calls it a joystick? I was looking for. I literally. You had, had to look it up. I looked for a list of nicknames. Did just, you not? Did you not go to middle school? <laughs> skipped it. No. Um. So the one you couldn't get with needle. Prick. Okay. All right. That's more of a pejorative term. Like, you know, like I, well, I get it. it yeah. Uh, the one club and belonging member. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, you got trouser snake. So you got three out of seven. The one I couldn't get with breakfast. Creamy breakfast. <laughs> Yogurt slinger. What? Phil. I had to try. Phil. Dude, we've been so good teaming Phil. up with these that I had to try some weird Phil. shit. Yes. I'm proud to say I've never heard that. All right. Well, good for you. Did you never go to high school? It was advanced dick I, jokes. I, I, I went to high school. We, we didn't. I didn't even get to try the last two. You want to try now? Just no, not really. Unofficially? No. Give me a clue. Uh, wow. I didn't think that one through at all. I was going to go with uh, X-Men villain, which is not a one word clue. Mystique? <laughs> That's a good you know, one. It's weird that you know the name for mine. <laughs> It was Nimrod. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the last one, <laughs> how I would have gotten there. Um, cleaning supply. You, something's wrong. <laughs> I was trying for the heart. I was trying for the most cleaning difficult ones. supply? Womb broom. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Womb broom? Womb broom. I'm ashamed of us. <laughs> I've never a- heard of that. Who says that? That one made sense to me. Why? <laughs> Get us out of here. We're going to break. <laughs> Phil's got to go empty his womb broom. I hope I hope everything's okay with his yogurts. God. <laughs> I want you to go on Facebook, really, and be like, you know, yay, do a poll. There you go, poll. Yes or no. Yes or no. Have you ever heard of this before now? Yeah. As a euphemism, nickname, whatever. <laughs> can you do that? I Are can. Are we going to get in trouble on Facebook if we do that? Probably. Probably. We can try. Boom, <laughs> Dude, I went with the those last... Boom? <laughs> it doesn't go to the womb either from a scientific perspective. It's really stupid. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> but it's in the vicinity. But broom? Like bristled broom?
It's time for three for the road. That's time for the show. We talk about those things that um, <laughs> didn't fall off during the course. I was of the say show. burning a hole in my brain, but it's already very much burnt out now. Uh, what we're gonna do is talk about headlines and real news stories and whatever from the rest of the week. We get thirty seconds apiece to talk about those stories. We volley back and forth. When the thirty second turn is up, we hear something a little bit like this. That's the womb broom. <laughs> Saying it's time to shut up and move on to the next yogurt slinger. And after three turns of that, we will ashamedly plug a few things. Yeah, I know. And that'll be it. That'll be the show. We did not talk, but I assume I'm going first. Yep. Phil, I'm afraid to ask, but do you have any questions for me? Um, Are you ready? No. Are you set? Whatever. Are you slinging yogurt? In Nihilist sit-in shout-out news, I want to thank Citizen Simka, friend of the show, who sent me this amazing lead. Remember the shockingly colorful, whimsical, most trapper-keepery of trapper-keeper artist Ms. Lisa Frank? She of the rainbow-maned unicorn, shimmery stickers, and insanely saccharine-colored creatures? Well, it's 2020, and so dark reflections are so very in right now that in the spirit Uh-oh. of that, I present to you the art-slash-meme work of one Nihilisa Frank. Nihilisa ah. Frank. Yes, no adults can capture the strident, brilliant coloration of youth with jewel-sporting animals and multicolored palettes straight out of a Crayola fever dream, but now this big-eyed menagerie come with dark fucking reality in the copy. Like the cartoon cat surrounded by sweets who tells us, quote, there is no end to the eternally insatiable desires of the individual will. There are lots more like it. Check out Nihilisa Frank on Tumblr, Instagram, or at the shop link. I'll slap in the show links. Oh, it's so cute and depressing. Nice. Thank you, Simka. In Worth It News, Joseph Stroud, 78 of Arkansas, has been charged with a Class B felony. Never got along with his longtime neighbor and nemesis, Fra- uh, Fred McKinney, but McKinney kicked the bucket. Stroud wins. Game over, right? Not quite, because dead animals had been turning up on and around McKinney's grave. When the family set up a camera in the cemetery, they caught a video of Stroud dressed in a woman's wig, sneaking in at night and spreading carcasses around oh his nemesis' gravesite. Uh, officers in the Pea Ridge Police Department charged Stroud with uh, defacing po- objects of public respect, and uh, Stroud was released on his own recognizance. Even though Stroud denies involvement, I'd like to think it was him, and honestly, who wouldn't enjoy shitting on the graves of their enemies. Am I right? You win, Mr. Strauss. So go ahead and celebrate. Just remember the family of the McKinney's get to do it to you when you die. And you sell what you've got to pay those bills, boo-boo news. A Japanese railway operator down in his financial luck, thanks to everyone's favorite big dumb virus, has evolved an age-old pet rock idea into something that might just save a rail line. The Choshi Ooh. Electric Railway has been in operation in Japan for almost 100 years, and they ain't going down without a fight. So, even as tourism dries up and money grows thin, the savvy operators have started a deadpan kind of YouTube channel, showing how boring and bleak things are, and are now selling plain old rocks taken from the tracks, advertising them as, quote, <laughs> great paperweights, collectible items for railway fans or rudimentary weapons against burglars end quote nice. you've got to love the raw nerve and i would actually like some of those wonderful stones myself well done they have stones for doing it uh in long time coming no shit sherlock news researchers say they figured out what happened to the lost colony of roanoke turns out it was just behind the sofa this whole time no it turns <laughs> out they just went to live with the croatoans in the hatteras island they were never lost said mm. scott dawson who researched and dug up artifacts mm. turns out that the word croatoan car- carved onto the signpost was literally a fucking sign huh. the mystery we were all taught in fifth grade was from a colonist that left roanoke went back saw the sign but never got to hatteras and then rather assuming the rational thing got stuck with his fucking mystery for 50 500 years uh no mystery here as archaeological digs have found native american artifacts right in the same layer of soil with English artifacts uh, indicating the commingled quote you're robbing an entire nation of people their history by pretending Croton is a mystery these people were mattered yeah. And you sell what you've got to pay those bills. Poo-poo news. Oh, now we no. go to Germany where people do not fuck around. <laughs> fuck lemons to lemonade. Munich struggling crone circus turns fudge into gold. See, while they're forbidden from performing during the big dumb thing, circus workers have found an unlikely cash cow Uh-oh. selling jars of lion shit. Woo! And for $6 right. American, you too can get that poo for now. Apparently, some scientists who know their shit now know this shit and say it's unsafe to sell, especially since folks are using it as natural pest deterrent. And so, oh. soon, German courts will decide if lion shit is worth all the trouble. And boy, am I ever pulling for the lion shit in this fight, Phil. <laughs>
And finally for me, and finally some academic odyssey news, an administrator at Yale University tells students they should be ready for people to die of the big dumb thing when in-person classes resume later this month. Lori Santos, head of the school sprawling Sullivan College, quote, you should emotionally prepare for the fact that your residential college will look more like a hospital unit than a residential college, end quote. Although I applaud the honesty here, here's a novel idea. Don't fucking go back in person, you greedy college or any school administrators and want to resume in-person classes just so you can charge more for them? Let me be the first to say that history will see you as the villains, but in the meantime, I hope you see your loved ones die a slow, painful, wheezing death due to the big dumb thing just before you die of it yourself. And hey, if you're charging less for online classes, aren't you finally admitting hiring people just to bring in money, but in research, don't know fuck all about teaching, so now you find yourself in deep shit, novel concept, good teachers can't teach online, so how about hiring some, you bunch of fucking idiots? Not that you have a horse in this race or anything. Not whatsoever. Do you have a horse you'd like to plug in this race? Yes! <laughs> Here comes Yogurt Slinger, coming down the third, it's jumping on the stretch, it's Yogurt Slinger for the win! Well, well, well. Well, well. Phil, do we have anything to put our I just asked you in? that. Did you? Yeah, and then you plugged yogurt. Did I? <laughs> yes. All right, moving on. I wasn't listening. All right. Uh, you know, follow us on Facebook. Boom this in the is, ear. <laughs> maybe this isn't a good episode to share, unlike the previous ones. No, I'm kidding. Of course, share the episode. Follow us on Facebook. Join in the conversations. And check us out, of course, on Instagram. If you have any ideas, story leads, nicknames for penises or peni, uh, please nope. <laughs> email us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> email us at thewhiffaround at gmail.com. Nope. The Magician's <laughs> Assistant Facebook page is a fine place to go. You can get all kinds of costumey stuff there. I'm guessing Running that, out of time. I was going to say, I'm guessing that you have very little, if any, time left. Do they have some time to do any kind of like uh, Halloween requesty yeah, type stuff? Yeah, if you've got a time, for, if you've got an idea for a, a Halloween costume, you know, within the next week or two, you probably should uh, send it in, talk to talk to Caroline about it, and see what she can do. Who's also our lovely web mistress. Yes. Could not do the show without her. And may I say, just, uh, just a question for everybody out there. How many people with Broadway experience in costuming do you have <laughs> where you know you could reach out to them to get some costuming stuff? Yeah, I, don't, you, I, know, I know one. Yeah. If you want to be the best looking person at the COVID pod, you know, your your pod's Halloween gathering, yeah. oh, this is gonna, that's how it's going to happen for yeah. us. I'm just saying, how many do you know? So get it while the getting's good, y'all. Yeah. All right? And, of course, masks and trade mail stuff, too. Yeah, word. Anything else? Uh, uh, let's see. Of course, uh, Potadelphia, the only Philly sports show that matters with... Juicy Gene. I always look forward to how you're going to do that. Um, uh, you know, and Philly sports are back. The Flyers are now in the second round of the playoffs. The Phillies... Uh, I could be in their bullpen at this point. It's no. sad. And, oh, uh, yeah, they're bad. Whatever. And, of course, our friends, Slow Readers. Uh, the only explitterate podcast ever to uh, – you know what? I'm going to start calling them a, like a potapode. The only <laughs> explitterate literature potapode that is out there for the listening. Check out Phil's episode on it, of course. They talked about uh, a little book about a thing by a guy. <laughs> Who now knows that what Sean a... exists, which is incredibly <laughs> and, dangerous. And apparently has read it. He knows about my resistance to his work. <laughs> and... But he's never done steroids or anything self-destructive, so it's totally going to be fine. Yes, he has, and he will punch you. And uh, so that's a fun thing. And uh, thanks again, guys, for having me on. And um, I feel like I'm missing something. Hair, like me? I mean, yes. But what are we forgetting? You know, in all seriousness, I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, well, look, whatever. <laughs> Share the posts. Uh, yeah, Share them with a friend, enemy, frenemy, whatever. Uh, you know, if you want to reach out, we already talked about our email address. I'm, I'm, I think we're covered, Phil. You know, we never salted... We never salted what? Yes, I never salted the earth here. Yeah, it's true. I think you did. I played the game. Just think. 
There's another There's one. Another one. <laughs> At some point, it's going to rear its ugly head. And that's uh, why. Oh, God. <laughs> we love you. We're and we're so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. Room Brew? Jackie O. Jackie O. You blood-soaked presidential <laughs> wife piece of shit. <laughs> I don't even know how the episode ends. Uh, I can't remember how the episode ends. I bet I was either. charming. I bet I was charming. I bet I was charming. I bet I was charming. I bet you were, and you still are, Ugh. despite your post-COVID weirdness. So, uh, Mr. McDonald, Malcolm McDonald, right? Um, Old dick First arm. of all, following a nine-hour operation, the dong is in place. Quote Mr. McDonald, first thing I did was look down and I was like, oh, my days, they got it this time. I feel like a real man again. So, first of all, the weird flex. The weird flex. Where was that joke the first time, for fuck's sake? What an asshole. Fucking brilliant. Wait, it gets better for him, though. Good. Incidentally. I can't believe I'm going to say this. You know Kate Beckinsale from uh, the Underworld franchise, the main protagonist? Yeah, I, remember her, I remember her from the late 90s, yeah. Okay. So, incidentally, uh, only recently, she's not a citizen, uh, word of Mr. McDonald's plight game. That we know that, of. Well, yeah. That we can, that, uh, well, I would have to say at least uh, more recent than this because she recently posted on her Instagram about Mr. McDonald's story that she just heard of. And so as it turns out, Miss Beckinsale shared a story about Mr. McDowell on the Instagram account. And she wrote, quote, literally scouring for news that doesn't make me want to jump out the window. Uh, of course, he's from the UK. Of course, he's done a photo shoot uh, down the wreck with a willy hanging out of his sleeve. Feel momentarily, momentarily better. God bless you, Malcolm. XXX. Uh, so sh- he, this man has caught the attention of Kate Beckinsale and therefore has publicly asked her, quote, I'd be happy to take her out for Savloy and chips anytime. I'll pay, but you'll have to come to Thetford. <laughs> Uh, so is the, is X the hug or the kiss? I, I never... think it's kisses. I th- I'm pretty sure it's kisses. Well, that's a strange uh, implication there, isn't it? A, a little bit. It didn't, you know, it never specifies where those kisses are. But the, I remember the, the XXX is supposed to look like stitches. Uh, well, in his case, also appropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, the man has Dick caught the attention of one Kate Beckinsale hey, after all this time. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, what he's been through. <laughs> I don't know about that. It was but... totally worth it. Now that's a strange flex. <laughs> ah, instant callback. But anyway, that's the update with Mr. McDonald. So uh, you, you know what? I hope the date goes well. I hope she takes him up on it. I think. Oh, wrong phrasing for that too. <laughs> I really wish her better things than this. Oh come on! Why not? It'd be fun. I, I wish him nothing but the best. Definitely. Maybe if he tunes in. Well, Phil, they've gone <laughs> through an entire update. episode plus. We should probably let everybody go now. Absolutely, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. And hey, we got one of the funnier comments ever out of it. So That's, good work, bud. Yeah, I don't remember yet, but since we already did a stinger on the back of the other episode, let this be the stinger for this one, huh? Yeah, indeed. Woo in space. <laughs> <laughs>